When you were a kid, did you want to be an astronaut? A crossing guard? Sometimes our dreams feel a little all over the place, but we're not alone. In fact, McDonald's created an education platform, APA Next, with all the resources Asian Pacific American students like us need to navigate the next steps, or even figure out what they are. With streaming workshops on college admissions and more, a lot of the work is done for us. Come take a look at apanext.com and decide what's next for you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Ooh, that sounded right on point tonight. You know, the juice is definitely in the building, getting it started for us. Let's start our introductions. It's Overreaction Monday, lots to talk about. Nick, you got Flanner Macaronis. Welcome to the studio. Holy crap. Yes, it is me, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. And please do not forget, do not be a Grinch. Please go to TSSFantasy.com. Pick up your favorite fantasy football podcast gear from who? TSSFantasy.com. Just scroll down, click on merchandise. You can pick up a mug, a beanie, a tank top, a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt. Whatever you got, we got it. And don't be a Grinch. Show up for your family. Show up. Beat somebody. Or as Nick said last week, don't be a hoe. Indeed. No, just right. Also, let's introduce Greg. The juice breaking news is loose. Mayor, welcome to the studio. Fellas, I missed you. Feels like it's been so long since I've seen your beautiful faces, and I missed you guys. I know we text every, almost every day, but to see your beautiful faces in this wonderful time of the season, it just brings a warmth to my heart. <laughs> well, that's true. We haven't seen you since Thanksgiving, so I hope you enjoyed, you and the family enjoyed it, my friend, and, uh, you know. Indeed. Yeah, I know. I hope you hope you got the got to watch the Thanksgiving Fantasy Family Feud. That was very interesting indeed. Indeed. All right, let's get things started. Don't forget, visit us, tssfantasy.com. All of our rankings for next week will be up tomorrow. Uh, But we have all of our latest stuff, as Nick alluded to, our wonderful store with all of our great merchandise that he just eloquently mentioned. Also, don't forget, visit Belly Up Sports Podcast. There's a link for that on there as well. All of our great podcasts on there from wrestling to racing. If you want it, we got it. Don't forget to visit everybody on there. And don't forget, tomorrow night, champs or chumps. So speaking of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, we have Zach from the Gridiron Gallery. excuse me. And I've been on his show on Sunday, 4th and 4. So I've been on that with uh, DJ and Kelsey as well. So he's going to be on taking on Wes from the Fantasy Impact today. And he also has another show, The Pigskin Pick'em. 
So Wes got a few things going on. So we got a couple of football experts in tomorrow night for champs or chumps. You don't want to miss that. We are the fantasy show of the people. All right, guys, we had a busy week, lots of things to talk about. So let's start out with today's news. All righty, tonight in the news, the news buster. Christian McCaffrey. He has been a subject on our show quite often. His injury-prone status also been in question. I believe Dr. Miller, when I first brought it up, he was the one who said he did not like the designation. But my friend, that, sir, is what you are, Mr. McCaffrey. is injury-prone. You are out for the season uh, with your ankle injury. Nick, we'll go to you first. Impact to the Panthers going forward and thoughts on McCaffrey, maybe even to next year. Well, hold on one second. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be, first of all, sorry, I was I had the, ga- I had the game on. Um, the, it was Adam Schefter. Don't lie. It was Adam Schefter texting you. That's what it was. And Santa Claus. So, um, yeah, the real Adam Schefter. Uh, where was I? Yeah, uh, Christian McCaffrey. He's done done for the year again. You can't trust him. Uh, I think this year has solidified the fact that now next year he will not be your number one overall. Maybe not even your number two. He may even slide down to like number eight because again, well, here's the thing. He's got the he's got the uh, Saquon Barkley syndrome going for him right now. Everyone's afraid to draft Saquon. Uh, everyone's afraid to draft Dalvin Cook. Even Greg said the reason why he drafted Zeke is because he stays on the field, right? Well, again, uh, Zeke has proven to be the most durable first-round back this season, okay? Uh, So, again, Greg, kudos to Greg for making that point. But, yeah, that's just going to drop his stock for next year. I mean, I don't know how, again, how many people got burned two years in a row with this guy? Uh, Cooper, you almost did it. Uh, you didn't. You didn't take that turn. So it's going to drop his stock uh, going into next season. This this year, he's already done. So it it's already a wash. Greg, thoughts on McCaffrey in the next year, and thoughts on the Panthers going forward? Obviously, with Chuba Hubbard leaving the backfield. Uh, well, I don't think um, CMC is going to drop as low as Nick says. Maybe second round, you know, he'll be like a number two running back because people are going to be scared to stay away from him. But even at the end of the first round, I could see people picking him up. No, I didn't say eighth round. I'm I, I'm in the eighth pick in the first round. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Neither but I, eighth round. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> no. Yeah, I could see him as a running back too, but um, this downgrades the rest of the Carolina offense for me. Like Cam was so hot when he first came in. You know, he had a good game. And then he was seeing with CMC injuring the ankle, how bad of a game Cam had. This is going to have a trickle-down effect on the entire Carolina offense. This is going to look – I mean, for Cam, I know you're making your face, but I think Cam in the red zone, yes, he's going to get some touchdowns in the red zone. He's going to – but I think it's going to be a downgrade across the board for Carolina's offense. I don't – I don't – he's the he's the keg, man. He's the – he's the – he's – CMC holds everything together, and with losing him, 
that's the focal point, man. I, I'm not excited about anybody on Carolina. Even DJ Morris fell off. So it's like I'm not, next year, I'm staying away from CMC, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook with two dislocated shoulders. I'm, those those names, red mark right next to them next year, definitely. So the reason I was making the face is because your statement was, you see when McCaffrey came out and infected Cam was. No, no, no. You weren't listening to TSS Fantasy because we already told you how ineffective Cam was going to be because look how ineffective Lamar Jackson was against that Miami defense. If you didn't think they were bringing out a Cam Newton, like, you were crazy. We talked about that Sunday morning. I said Miami's D is going to rock out today, and they certainly did. I thought McCaffrey would get some dump-off passes um, and have a decent day because of that, but they were just all – they swallowed them alive. But Let's be know, honest. But, but going forward, do you trust Cam? I, you know, I trust Cam. I didn't trust Cam in the first place, so I don't know. I don't know how much I liked the story with McCaffrey. Well, with if, nice. if it was yeah. with McCaffrey and all that, but yeah, you know, not going I'll see like this. I picked up Cam in our league. Guess who's getting dropped this week? <laughs> all right, that's that's good fantasy advice. I like to hear that. All right, now you just mentioned Dalvin Cook. He's day-to-day with the shoulder is what I heard. Then I saw another report one in two weeks, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, all I got to say is I'm sure anyone has Madison already, so we don't really need to go on and on about that. Um, obviously, there'll be some impact if he's out one or two weeks. You'll have Madison up in his replacement, but it doesn't look like he'll be um, you know, affected going forward any time. At least you'll have him probably for the first week of fantasy playoffs is what it looks like anyway. Um, Swift also, he's got a shoulder sprain, so we'll see, um, you know, see what goes on with that. We're going to talk to Dr. Miller tomorrow about that. Yes. Yes, Greg, what do you got to say about that? I got news. I don't think uh, the news that I've gotten so far that he is not playing this week. So all you Jamal Williams owners. Cool. Yeah. I mean, not that it really matters in mind, but yeah, I I held on for a rainy day and the rainy day might have came for Jamal Williams, but it doesn't look good for Swift to be playing this week. Very, very doubtful that he will be playing this week from what I, my sources. We'll be talking to the doc a little more about these injuries. So yeah, we'll get his thoughts on that and see, get his percent to the bench for Mr. Swift tomorrow night. Darren Waller. Now there is somebody we definitely know at least one week. Uh, with a sprain, I believe it was a sprain MCL with him, or uh, might have been just something with the knee. I can't remember the exact de- designation. Thank you. Yeah, so that's correct um, designation. So there's Darren Waller going to be out a little bit. Um, you know, the Raiders' offense is helter skelter as it is. So you know, I don't. If you have a, if you have Darren Waller, you obviously went a little high for him. You know, he's one of those sought after tight ends. There are plenty of tight ends that have been out there on the block or somebody you can pick up that have been plug and play. We've seen it every week. There's somebody that steps up. So you can get by the Darren Waller injuries. Don't worry, especially if it's a week or two. Now, this one could affect some somebody. So I do want to talk about this real quick. Debo Samuel with the groin could miss one week, maybe even two. So this could be a, a significant injury, a significant blow to Debo Samuel owners because here you are going into the playoffs with basically your best dude because, you know, well, not maybe not your best dude, but one of your best dudes, Debo Samuel, has been money all season. So, Greg, we'll start with you. Impact to the Niners, impact uh, – or, yeah, impact to the Niners with Debo Samuel missing. 
Well, this is good news for Ben Ayuk owners, <laughs> right? So Ben Ayuk now steps into the number one role for the you know for the next two weeks possibly, and he's been looking good the last couple of weeks. So if I was a Ben Ayuk owner, I'll be happy right now. Um, it's tough, man, going into the playoffs with about a week or two weeks left in the season, and your number one receiver that's actually been the number one running back for the 49ers as well is done. Or, you know, you won't see him probably till like, the second round or the, the first round of the playoffs. So that's going to be tough. That puts a lot of owners in a tough position. What are you going to do? Because I know Ben Ayuk is probably owned in about 80% of the league. So um, for the Niners offense, like I said, it's going to go through um, the running game as usual. You got you got Kittle. You got Ben Ayuk. So I don't see a big drop-off on Jimmy G. You know, like anybody has him in their league or anything, but, you know, on their team. But I think this is going to be a big step for Ben Ayuk because he's been playing well the past few few games. So if you're, you know, if you if you have the assets to make a trade for Ben Ayuk or if he's still available in your league, grab him because he's going to step into that number one role. Indeed. Let's go to a, a place that's very near and dear to Nick's heart. Dallas, where uh, C.D. Lamb is back in the lineup. So that's good news for them there. Zeke, though, might miss one week just to rest up a bit. So believe that or not. And McCarthy and the whole coaching staff basically catching COVID. So, Nick, your thoughts on all that impact to Dallas. Uh, what are your thoughts going into this week for Dallas? Uh, as far as Zeke, I mean, with, with their record and the way they're playing, it's it's really not going to hurt them. And it's, it's better for him to be out a week now then really injure his knee and then and then go down uh, for a couple weeks leading into the playoffs. Now for fantasy owners, uh, that's going to impact them because then they got to scramble, they got to find somebody, especially if they don't have Pollard as their handcuff. I mean, Pollard running the ball, he seems to be. We've said it before. He seems to be moving the offense better than what Zeke has been doing. Uh, as far as Mike McCarthy being out, I don't know if it's going to be. Too much of a of a big deal. They're going to have better clock management. I know that. I know that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, just let's let's see what the kid can do. Let's see what um, uh, what's his name. The the offensive coordinator. It just dropped my Kill mind. Uh, Kellen Moore. Let's see what he can do. I know. Again, I don't know how many coaches are going to be out, but uh, from what I heard, uh, I think it was Herm Edwards. Or somebody on one of the one of the famous shows said the head coach's job is to get the team ready for the week. It's not going to really affect them on game day. Like I said, we saw last week. I mean, we we saw yesterday with Jason Garrett being being out. The offense really didn't miss a beat because it sucked anyway. So again, um, well, when you're 25th and 31st over, over the past two years years. There's, there's really not much way to go down. So again, I don't think it's going to affect them too much. You know, I mean, he'll be, he'll be integral throughout the week. He'll be putting in his, his input. But as far as game, as far as game call through a day, um, again, they can afford to drop a game. They're way ahead of the competition. So I don't think it's going to hurt them too much. Um, real quick, yes, he did fully practice this week, and for what I heard, that he is going to play this week. He does not want to take time off. But question for you, Nick: 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Is Kellen Moore the play caller or is it Mike McCarthy? Because I mean, sometimes I'm Kellen Moore. Okay, so I don't see a real drop off. Like you said, I don't, I don't really see a drop off. Yeah, yeah, indeed. All right, let's move on. We got some people that went on the IR. Obviously, we talked about um, uh, Mr. Brown and Tennessee. We talked about Michael Carter and the Jets. And Dan Arnold was new. Um, he's went on the IR. Not that he's been been big fantasy relevant, uh, but we have brought him up a few times on the show. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, he is in the concussion protocol, so we will see what happens this week. Might be out for this week. Randall Cobb was having a decent game, by the way. Um, you know, we brought him up a few times on the show, his targets in the red zone, um, stuff like that. So groin injury for him. We'll see if that um, affects him. I believe they have a bye coming up. Aaron Rodgers is talking about, speaking of that bye coming up, um, is possibly discussing possible surgery on that toe. Um, so yeah, it's very possible, but what, it, what will end up happening apparently, um, and we'll, again, this is something we'll talk about with Dr. Miller, but it's possible he can have the surgery and then be ready once they're off the bye week and be ready to come back for that, uh, for his next game. So we'll talk about that a little bit more with Dr. Miller tomorrow night. Cause I don't really know all the ins and outs of it to be quite frank. Um, real quick. I want to bring this guy up real quick before we move on. Taysom Hill. It's reported he is going to be the starter this week in New Orleans. Going to take all the first snaps at practice. Um, Nick, we'll start with you. What do you think? Do you think it's worth taking a flyer on Taysom Hill, maybe for a possible playoff push or to have on your bench at least? Possibly. Uh, possibly. No, I'm just I'm just saying because of, of who's out there, who's available, uh, he – Again, he's better uh, situationally uh, when he has um, played a full game. He hasn't done that well, as I recall from from last season. Uh, he's he's pretty good in in the red zone when he gets your your scramble yards, and then and then he runs in the end zone. But as far as his his accuracy and his completion percentage, they are they're not that good. So. Great. Greg, um, you take a flyer on Taysom? Listen, if you're still looking for a quarterback at this point in the season, right. you're not in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. I mean, if you're trying to avoid the toilet bowl, then yes, take a flyer on Taysom Hill. What else you got to lose? Go ahead. Well, I, I think looking- what if, you know, all the injuries that happen, you know, what if, you know, say your start, what if you have Josh Allen, he gets hurt next week, you know, you need somebody to plug in. Taysom Hill might be an interesting guy to have. Starters can't be. I mean, you know. I mean, there's, there's, there's still other. Before I look at Taysom, there's Heineke, 
there's, you know, there's Tyrod Taylor. There's, you know, there's, there's other quarterbacks out there that I would probably look at. Even Teddy Bridgewater before. I mean, I know he got hurt, but if he's healthy, I would probably look at him before I look at Tyson. Okay, I got one for you, Greg. It's just me. Greg, Taysom Hill or Baker Mayfield? Baker. Ooh. 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 Baker. And the reason why. You just just told everyone, don't pick up Taysom Hill. That's basically what you just said. The reason why I said Baker, because (laughs) Baker still has peoples. He has Najuk. He has Landry. That's true. He has Chubb. He has Kareem Hunt coming back. So he has more weapons. Name me one wide receiver on the Warriors besides Calvin. Traquan Smith. I mean, there's some people I can name, but that's oh only because God. that's only right, because on. I've been been you know doing this. Stuff. One more, <laughs> Taysom Hill or Zach Wilson. <laughs> No. Taysom Hill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know where? No, Dana where it hurts. I would take Zach Wilson. No, you don't want to. You don't want to do that because in the next in a couple weeks you're about to get whooped by Miami. So you don't want none of that either. All right, <laughs> let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to play our game stash or trash with Nick versus Greg. Here we go. Hey everyone, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people, and our network, the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, is no different. So we teamed up with our friends from Manscaped to give back to the people for an exciting holiday giveaway. We want you to look and feel smooth this holiday season. So we're giving away the Manscaped 4.0 Performance Package. And all you have to do is go to our Facebook page at Belly Up Sports, give us a like, and that well-deserved five-star review, and you're entered to win. It's as simple as Grandma's Holiday Pie, and who knows what holiday magic awaits once those ornaments are looking shiny and new again. So what are you waiting for? Give us a like, that well-deserved five-star review, and you could be belly-up all holiday season. Belly up is how we all want to be for the holidays. Let's get things started for with stash or trash. Take out the papers and the trash. Boy, you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrap that kitchen floor. All right, we're going to start. These guys are all in the top 10 this week. So I want to know if you're going to stash them or if you're going to trash them. Let's start with round one. Trash them all. Mac <laughs> Jones. Nick, you're going to stash. Greg, you're going to trash. Nick, we'll start with you. Oh, you made this very difficult for me. Um, I'm going to stash Mac Jones. Okay. He's averaging 14 points per game. So, I mean, if you're in a pinch, he's nice to come off the bench. He won't turn the ball over for you, so, so he won't lose points. Um, he's got the next couple games coming up. He's got Buffalo twice, and he's got Indy, and he's got Jacksonville. So I definitely wouldn't play him against Buffalo uh, because that's going to be handoff city. And then uh, I would pick him up. I'd stash him for Indy and Jacksonville. All that's right. Greg? I, this is easy. You just you gave me so many points. 
He's only averaging 14 points. From your starting QB, you want at least 19, 20, 25 points. I didn't say he was good. The Patriots are a run-first team. You got Harris and you got Stevenson. They're going to run the ball going into the playoffs. They're not going to put the ball in Mac Jones' hands to make any mistakes. When in the red zone, they're running. When they're going down the field, they're running. They're running the ball about 80% of the time. Mac Jones is a game manager. You don't want the game manager as your QB in fantasy. You want somebody like Lamar. You want somebody like Josh Allen. You want somebody like Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray. Not a game manager like Mac Jones. Hey, I got breaking news. Um, Sorry to interrupt the game. I got breaking news. Um, It's not NFL, but I don't care. Uh, LSU is going to hire Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. So I was shocked at that. Anyway, go ahead. Continue with the game. So so for that news, let's just do this. That's fine. Give me the dumbass. I don't care. And for Greg, I'm going to give you this round, A, because of the dumb interruption for the college quarterback or college coach. <laughs> and that's Your point wasn't even valid. For, for one. And two, um, when, you, when you bring up the arguments and you bring up stats that help the other person, that's not really helpful for your case. So we are going to give that one to Greg for round one. All right, let's go to round two running backs. This is a good one. Number one cube running back, excuse me, of the week, Leonard Fournette, RB1. Nick, trash it. Greg, stash him. Greg, we'll start with you. Listen, did you not see the game this week? The offense is going through Leonard Fournette. It's getting to the playoffs. It's getting cold. It's getting brisk. What do you do? You run the ball. Brady works well, or should I say great, off the play action. So what they're going to do is run the ball. And Leonard Fournette catches out of the backfield. So he gives you, if you're in the PPR, he's going to give you receptions. If you're in the standard league, he's going to get the carries in the red zone. So Brady loves a good running game because it keeps the pressure off of him and makes him look clean and pretty like he always wants to be. And Leonard Fournette gets the dirty work. So Leonard Fournette is definitely a stash going into the playoffs. I should know. You stash Glenn for that. <laughs> Nick, trash him. Well, I'm going to trash him because Leonard Fournette has a has a history of breaking down late in the season. All right, whether it's physically or mentally, he just breaks down, okay? So, he's got a difficult schedule coming up. He plays Buffalo, New Orleans, and Carolina twice, all hard-run defensive teams. Uh, he's got two soft games with Atlanta and uh, the Jets, so so you, you can play them against them. But Rojo is starting to eat into his carries now. Uh, he's getting the ball. He's, he's getting touchdowns. And if they get into a negative game script where they have to throw, like yesterday, uh, they're going to start throwing more to um, – Gronk, and when A.B. comes back, that's going to cut into Fournette's um, usage. And, of course, don't don't forget about Godwin and Mike Evans. And then also um, Brady might want to go for some passing records. So the worst thing to do is to hand off to Leonard Fournette. What? So <laughs> – 
So I mean, I was all good up until that last Brady point. Right. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this though. This is what I will say. That I, I, everything. I, I somewhat I don't agree with the record whore, but I disagreed with Greg's take that Brady wants them to do wants the running backs to do the dirty work, him stay clean. He may want to stay clean, but he wants the glory too. He wants to throw for four hundred yards if he wants to, bro. So I'm sorry, Nick. You are getting round Bullshit, two. All right, one to one. Let's Bullshit, go to round three. And we're going to bring up a guy that I promised I wasn't going to bring his name up on the show ever again. But he ended up showing up this week in a big way. How about Mr. T. Higgins this week? Stash or trash? Nick, you're going to stash. Greg, you are going to trash. He was number five this week. Greg, we'll start with you to trash him. He's averaging eight points a game in standard leagues. You have Jamar Chase. You have Joe Mixon. You have the tight end who's came on coming on in, in the season. DJ Uzma. Yeah, his name, whatever. <laughs> um, Higgins is a fluke. L- listen, the man, <sighs> he's has three double-digit games all season in fantasy. Three. Three. <laughs> three. You definitely don't want to stash this dude going down the stretch in the end of the season jamar chases the alpha dog in there and then it's joe mixon they running the ball they're protecting joe burrow they're going for the, the division championship they're not going to trust t higgins to get the ball no i had a, i had a i had a throw i told you know of course i totally agree i said that he wasn't allowed to be said on this show but you know he had a good week so i figured hey we got to throw him in there nick and i'm confused why is he owned in 90 percent of leagues like he this dude is averaging eight points in standard leagues. Like would have been dropped. He would have been dropped. All right, Greg, Nick, what you got for a stash? Well, since I use the most popular format, the uh, PPR, um, he uh, he's averaging thirteen point seven points per game. That's in, not good in, in PPR. PPR. You had your time. All right, right, right. <laughs> all right. He had all double digit games, but two, but two in in PPR. He's at 10-plus points the rest of the way, the rest of the season. In week 7 through 11, he scored 13 points a game. Okay, Week 11, he scored 3.5. He had a pothole. Big deal. But in week 12, in PPR, he scored 23. So in, so in PPR, he's going to give you at least his, his floor is 13 points. You know that's not good in PPR, right? That's that's like below average in people. I mean, that's but that's a floor. That's not bad. It's not that's bad. Right. You're not so looking I, for I'm, a floor, though. You're I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. What he's what he's saying is the worst that they could possibly get is that, which isn't bad if you you know if you look at it in that perspective. So let me just say this though. First and foremost, Nick, you brought big stats to that argument. I have to say, so good job. And I totally disagree with your argument. So that's why I got to give it to you. Plus, da, 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 basically, you just told Greg. It wasn't exactly like that. <laughs> Whatever. You like to throw fuel on the fire here, sir. That hey, that is the job. That is the job of the host. All right, let's go to round four. Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle. Nick, you trash. Greg, you stash. Nick, we'll start with you. 
You really want me to talk about Jack Doyle? Damn. Oh, boy. Well, okay. So, PPR, once again, he's number 29 tight end on the season. As thin as paper as a tight end position is, he's number 29. He's averaging 6.1 points a game, and he's rostered in 1% of leagues in PPR. I'm done. <laughs> Correct. Jason always sets me up, bro. This this is always a setup. Like I have to pull out. I have to, to be pull fair. Out. To be fair, Jack Doyle's number two tight end this week. So go ahead. I have this week. Pull, I have to pull out like magic to win an argument with something like this. But if you look at it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Going down the stretch, their run first team, right, in Indianapolis. Carson Wentz, if you look in his pass, he loves passing to the tight end. So I can see going down the stretch to protect Carson Wentz, get John, leave Jonathan Tell a little bit healthy. In the red zone, Jack Dill can be a significant weapon going down the stretch. I looked out there in the waiver wire. There's nothing really out there for tight ends. So if you're struggling for a tight end, you can't go wrong with Jack Doyle, especially in that offense. You got to look at the tree. It's Michael Pittman. You got T.Y. who's in eh, the whole season. And then you got Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle would be a good option going down the stretch, especially when the Indianapolis Colts get into the red zone and they stack 10 men or maybe nine in the box to try to stop Jonathan Taylor. Play action, Jonathan Doyle, I mean Doyle. Goes out, boom, easy catch, touchdown. All you need is touchdowns. You don't need yards. You just need the touchdowns. What counts in fantasy? Touchdowns. That's it. And and you hit it on the head, actually, earlier in the argument, because we just mentioned Darren Waller being out now. So you might need somebody to pick up. Here's your guy to pick up. Good argument. We're going to give it to Greg because he really had to come through on that one. So And plus, we had to tie it up anyway, of course. You know, that goes. So I wanted to mention that the uh, you during say the, blah, you know, blah 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 blah, but if it's your turn turn yeah. if it's your turn to win, what what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess that's kind of true. Uh, just what? a quick update on Monday Night Football. The uh, so the um, the uh, Reds, excuse me, football team scores a touchdown to go ahead. Then they go for the extra point and it's blocked, and the Seahawks run it all the way back. So it is now tied nine to nine in this ball game. So a very interesting one to say that. All right, nine, let's, nine to nine. Let's go to round five, the final round. And you know I had to do it. You know I got to bring it. Dolphins defense, the number one defense this week. And look, they're hot tamales right now. So 
Nick Trash, Greg Stash. We're going to start with you, Nick. Go ahead and try to trash him. Try no, it. I want to defer to Greg. <laughs> Can defer. you defer? Defer. I mean, you go first. Okay. All right, you go first, Greg. Last last five games, 21 points, 20 points. They had a little drop-off against the Jets, six points. But then against Carolina, 29 points. Going down the stretch, they played the Giants. Did you see the Giants this past week? They're trash. They have a bye week. But week 14, week 15, in the playoffs, they're playing the Jets and the Saints. Come on. That Ooh. Dolphin defense, even my coach, Robert Sala, said the Dolphins have a complicated defense. But they're kicking ass going down the stretch. So if you don't owe New England, like I do, or any of the other top defenses, Miami is actually ranked top 10 in fantasy so far this year, averaging about eight points a game. You can't go wrong with who they play left on their schedule. The Jets, the Giants, and the Saints with no quarterback or wide receivers. Can't go wrong. Dolphins, if somebody in our league didn't have them, I would have picked them up. Nick, go ahead. Make your case. Okay. Well, again, in PPR. Uh, PPR <laughs> for defense? Right. Dumbass. Thank these. They gave Are, you done with the Are you done? Are you done? Do you have a case or no? Yes, I do have a case. So, as Greg mentioned, um, they're only averaging 6.3 points per game scoring defense, right? Now, coming up, they play New England, which is the seventh-ranked offense, and they score 28 points a game. They play the Giants, who's uh, who's 26th. They they score 18 points a game. The Jets are the 27th offense. They score 18 points a game. The Saints are also the number uh, uh, 17-ranked offense. They score 23, and the Titans are the 12th. They score 25. You know how many points Miami averages on offense? 23, which tells me which tells me you, you need to trash Miami because they cannot keep up. They're giving up more points than they're scoring. Okay, I'm not sure where you went there. <laughs> I lost but, him a long time but, ago. I don't know where you went. <laughs> let, me, let me bring you back in <laughs> and call it now. Greg, sir, you are the winner of today's matchup. Congratulations for Greg. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Y'all better get ready to rumble. Yeah, so um, talking about how bad the offenses were just kind of didn't make – and plus, by the way, we do play the Patriots, but it is literally the last game of the year, so it would not be effective for fantasy. So that's why Greg got the win tonight. Let's go real quick. We got to run through our stuff here. Yes, go ahead, Greg. I just wanted to ask him, what was the PPR argument for defense? I'm I'm baffled. I still want to – I, I was trying to I was trying to get through that. So yeah, PPR, well, PPR uh, does not, and that's how many points that, that they scored. Yeah, but then it doesn't it doesn't okay, I don't, we'll just, I don't we'll, just move, we'll I don't move on. Okay, care. let's talk about the fantasy leaders for this week. Leader of the past. One day my dad said 
All right, so for quarterbacks, Josh Allen comes in at number one. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Dak Prescott with three. Um, Matt Stafford at four. Carson Wentz at five. Mac Jones at six. Talked about him earlier. Justin Herbert at seven. Derek Carr at eight. Kirk Cousins at nine. And Tyrod Taylor at 10. You brought him up, so I'm going to kick it to you, uh, Greg, on this. Tyrod Taylor, your thoughts on him going for? Is he worth a pickup? Um, you know, he's popping up. I've seen him make some really nice plays on the field. Is he worth a stash on your bench, you think? Tyrod Taylor. Hold on. I'm bringing up his schedule real quick. Let me just <laughs> see what he has going down the stretch before I tell you to pick him up. Actually, he wouldn't be a bad pickup. I mean, going down the stretch, he plays Indy. He has Seattle with that secondary is kind of shaky. And they play Jacksonville and the Chargers going down the stretch. So again, if you're in the pinch and you're still looking for a quarterback, or one of your quarterback or your quarterback does go down due to injury, Tyrod Taylor doesn't just make it happen with his arm; he makes it happen with his legs. And so, getting from him, you know, 18 to 19 points a game won't hurt your fantasy team. He doesn't turn the ball over; he's not a turnover machine. He's very smart with the ball, but he also gets yardage with his legs. I would say. Not a bad pickup for Tyrod Taylor. Just stash him, definitely to hold him, you know, the second quarterback, just in case, you know, for some insurance, just in case your quarterback does go down. Nick, you've been talking about all year. Carson Wentz, number five this week. Went against, you know, the secondary of the Bucks. we know isn't all that great, but they he still played a great game. Um, you know, they, you know they're good. Uh, they get pressure on you. Uh, by the way, I am looking up at the screen. It does say now Dalvin Cook expected to miss at least two weeks. So now we know that answer. Woo! So, all right. Nick, uh, your thoughts on Carson Wentz going forward? Oh, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't pick him up. I mean, he's he's serviceable. Num- number one, he, uh, he's he's averaging tw- twenty five points a game. Uh, he doesn't throw the ball uh, away too much. I mean, he gets a pick here here and there, but um, yeah, he he gets rushing yards and and he scores touchdowns. So you gotta, but with Carson Wentz, you got to pick your poison with him. You you got to you got you got to pick your spots. I mean, you just he's he's not a plug and play roll him out there every week quarterback. So so you have to basically you know can I can I afford um, who's who's my other guy and can I get by with Carson this week? I mean, yeah, he's not going to win you games, but but he's not going to lose you any either. Well, he might be winning the games. He's been popping up. Uh, like I says, he's number five this week. That'll you know that'll earn you know at least uh, f- uh, against your competition. You're um, you're ahead of at least a few guys in your league, so he could be winning you some games. Um, looking good down the stretch. I like Carson Wentz a lot. Um, let's go to the running backs: Leonard Fournette, number one; Joe Mixon at two; Cordell Patterson at three; Elijah Mitchell at four; um, Dontrell Hilliard at five. We'll talk about him in the waiver wire in a second. Josh Jacobs at six, Javonta Williams at seven, Miles Gaskin at eight, Jonathan Taylor still up there in the top ten at number nine against that Bills D, um, and Austin Eckler at ten. Or excuse me, not against Bills D. My bad. All right, let's go. Let's talk about, well, um, I wish Ryan was here because I really wanted to talk about the safe pick, Mr. Joe Mixon, because that, man, he he's turned into a whole new animal this year, running actually with some, you know, hardcore some anger. Right, exactly. Like the first time I've ever seen, he's like, hey, I'm finally healthy, so maybe I can bang my body up a little bit. Um, but, you know, Nick, you talked about um, 
um, Christian McCaffrey dropping down the rankings a bit. Um, and I, I tend to agree um, only because people like Cordell Patterson. So I wanted to talk about him real quick. Um, it seems to be like every week um, this guy is popping up top 10, going to at least finish top 10. Do you have him above Christian McCaffrey next year or where do you have him in your running backs next year? Yeah, uh, if he's going to continue to be the focal point of the Atlanta offense, most definitely, because because he's he's been proven uh, this year that he's that he's durable. I mean, as Greg says, he stays on the field, so he's uh, I would definitely consider him more than um, Christian McCaffrey at this point, just given given the injury. Now, obviously, if if McCaffrey was was healthy all the time and he wasn't quote unquote injury prone, I would definitely take take CMC. But um, Cordero's just balled out this year. Uh, I I think he's earned a higher ranking for next year. And unless he gets a major injury, I don't foresee him uh, dropping rank. Um, Greg, in the Thanksgiving game, um, we with the one good game of Thanksgiving, um, we saw Josh Jacobs really looked like he took um, control of that running back uh, situation. Um, he had 22 carries to Drake's seven. So I just want to get your thoughts on him going forward this season. As you see, Drake kind of maybe he's kind of wailing down a little bit, and Josh Jacobs seems to be more the featured back. Well, you can see that the <clears throat> – I don't even know his name. The coach of the Raiders, he wants to run the, mo- the ball more, and he wants to feature Josh Jacobs a lot more. So – if I'm a Josh Jacobs owner, I'm gonna be happy, you know, ecstatic about the way that they're they're viewing him. Cause I think before the game, the coach said he wanted to feature Jacobs more. He wanted to give the ball more to Jacobs. So that's a good sign. And Jacobs hasn't taken a lot of wear and tear this season. He hasn't got a, you know, he hasn't got a lot of carries. He's missed a couple of games here and there. So going down the stretch, he's gonna be healthy. And that's what you want in your running back. You want a healthy running back going down the stretch. So if you're a Josh Jacobs owner, I would be ecstatic right now. Like, they're going to feed him the ball. Kenyon Drake is an afterthought at this point. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. <laughs> starting to emerge. Um, Josh is really emerging to be that top guy in Las Vegas. All right, receiver-wise, Jalen Waddle, Waddle baby Wobble at number one this week. Debo Samuel mentioned him uh, being injured. He's at number two. Adam Thielen at three. Kendrick Bourne, we talked about him on the Sunday show. Now, you remember, we talked about the receiver stepping up for the Patriots. He was a name we mentioned, so hope you're listening. T. Higgins was a name we didn't mention because he wasn't allowed to be spoken about on the show, but finally showed up. Deshaun Jackson um, at number six, Van Jefferson at seven, and Odell at number eight. So back-to-back receivers for the Rams at seven and eight. Randall Cobb, we mentioned him earlier. He was having a decent game prior to his injury. And Stefan Diggs round out the top 10. Um, Greg, thoughts on Odell? He looked pretty decent on that one bomb that he got. I mean, so what are your thoughts on him going forward? I mean, the Rams offense looks kind of shaky going down the stretch. But Odell's getting healthy. Stafford is going to build that connection with Odell. I would definitely I would definitely play Odell as a number two, number three wide receiver going down the stretch. Um, that offense still goes through Cooper Cup, and you know McVay is looking like he wants to run the ball a lot more going down the stretch with with um, Daryl Henderson. But what does Odell? He's good at blowing the top off the defense, running down the field, catching those deep passes. They don't have Robert Woods. <clears throat> Van Jefferson is going to take some targets away from him, 
But I trust Odell going down the stretch in that offense with McVay and Stafford and the way they, you know, that they've been clicking. But shaky so going down the stretch, I think they're going to get back on board with everything. But I would definitely trust Odell going down the stretch. Yes, Nick. Uh, no, just to um, solidify Greg's comments, uh, he's got Jacksonville coming up, Arizona, which is the hard game. But then he's got Seattle, Minnesota, and Baltimore. So if you're in the playoffs and you need a receiver against some soft defenses, pick him up because obviously the longer he's there and the more he's in practice, the more he builds in sync with Stafford. And Stafford is battling through some injuries, but as he gets healthy, it's just going to pick up. So I would I definitely consider him if he's if he's not on your team and you are in contention. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, or if you you know if you don't have a trade deadline and maybe that Odell owner is also in the thick of things and not really, really uh, looking at Odell in that way, maybe you can sneak him off. Maybe somebody you can go for that playoff push. All right, let's go and talk about our tight ends. Dawson Knox comes in at number one. We talked about Jack Doyle a little bit for number two. Mark Andrews at number three. Dalton Schultz at four. Gronk, still Gronk at number five. Fryermuth at six. Jimmy Graham at number seven. TJ Hawkinson at eight. Joku at number nine. And Brevin Jordan. Like I said, those Darren Waller owners, don't panic because there's somebody every week at Brevin Jordan out there for you to pick up. So you're good. Nick, I wanted to get your thoughts on excuse me my bad i want to get your thoughts on uh dawson knox still one of the top tight ends after missing a couple weeks so your thoughts on him i mean obviously going forward you know he's a top-notch tight end um up front but i wanted your thoughts actually on him next year as he emerged now as one of those got to get tight ends like you know uh like your kelsey's your mark andrews and wallers uh yeah, I'd say I'd say if you're if your league have to have a, a tight end because I know that some leagues are, are are going away with that. Uh he he'd be in your top six at least. I don't know in what particular order. And let's see how he finishes out. But I mean he's getting a he's getting a large a large target share. Uh he's averaging at least in um PPR, he's 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 averaging ten points a game. So why wouldn't he be? And plus that, as we keep alluding to, that the tight end position is very thin as it is. So if your tight end is averaging 10 points and he was out for, for three weeks and he was still the, num- the number four ranked tight end, go for it. Uh, and he, he's got a good connection with uh, Jared Allen. Not Josh Allen. I'm sorry. I keep calling him Jared Allen. Josh Allen. My fault. That's okay. All good, man. No dumbass for that one. All right, let's go on to the defenses. We talked about America's team, the Miami Dolphins at the number one slot, um, Cincinnati Bengals at two, Broncos three, Patriots at four, Giants five, Packers six, Bucks at seven, eight Bills, nine Browns, ten Ravens. Not much to talk about with the defenses. They kind of are what they are, matchup based as always. Miami's D, though, as I mentioned, 
hot on fire right now. So, all right, we're going to take one quick little break. When we come back, we got our waiver wires and we got Flanders flops for week 12. So we'll be right back and we'll talk about that. Hey, Flander fans, this is Nick. You got Flander from TSSFantasy.com. Do you ever find yourself needing financial help and don't know where to turn and you live in the New York area? Well, Shelton Financial Management LLC is your answer because they do all of the following. Audits, reviews, and in addition to bookkeeping, business consulting, tax prep, and much, much more, they do it all. To contact them for your financial business needs, you can find Shelton Financial Management LLC right here on Facebook or directly at the following number, 585-376-0574 and on the web at sheltonfinancialmanagementllc.com. Shelton Financial Management LLC is our number one pick for our financial needs. All right, we still got Monday Night Football going on, so, you know, could still be some key injuries and things that happen. So let's real quick talk about the waiver wire. All right, so for this week, this is who I got for this week. If you guys got anyone else, let me know. But, all right, so we talked about Dontrell Hilliard earlier. Had a great game, or we didn't talk about him earlier. I just brought him up. Uh, having a great game this week. Um, also, uh, Deont Foreman also had a decent game. So he had two decent running. Now, again, they're going to have a bye, so it's not somebody you want to jump at. But listen to Hilliard stats, 131 yards and a touchdown. Let me see, did he get anything? He got one catch for two yards. And for Foreman, um, he had 19 carries, 109 yards, didn't see the end zone. And he also had a catch for three yards. So great production from these both these running backs. Um, I think, um, for me anyway, it's definitely worth a waiver claim because, again, you just never know during the season. Um, Nick, your thoughts on these two running backs. Would you make a claim for them? Uh, I would make a – if I had to choose just between these two, I would choose uh, Deontay Foreman because he seems to be the most consistent out of the two. I just think that uh, Dontrell just had a game. Uh, but as far as the top two out of that list, I go – I would stick with Foreman, and then I would also go with Boston Scott because uh, – Okay, if, we're going to get to him in a second. Oh, Let's, we're just talk about those two guys. Never mind. Okay, so then, yeah, I would just stick with Foreman because uh, he's he's more of your lead back. Again, Hilliard just had a special game, and I don't – he just might be the, the, the hot hand back. So I think um, Foreman's going to be more, more consistent and, and he's more fit for that offense. So um, I don't know if you saw the game, Greg, but Philip Lindsay looked really good in Miami. He got some speed on him, got a little bit. So would you, would you make a waiver claim for Lindsay in case Miles Gaskin goes down? What's your thoughts on Lindsay? <clears throat> no. <laughs> But you said if we could bring up somebody else or other running backs. That we had. I had to do. I had to do that. No, I I wanted to bring up Tevin Coleman. Actually, that's who I was going to bring up. For you. So, your thoughts on Coleman in that Jets backfield while we wait for Michael Carter to get off the IR? Did you see who who was the running back 
for the Jets. It was Tell me, yeah. um, wa- um, Walter. That was his name. Um, his Austin name Walter. Walter. He his had, name is Walter. All right. Walter. Austin, Austin Walter the running back. had nine carries for 38, for 38 yards, yards and a touchdown. So he, But Coleman was dominated the carries, though. So he had 16 carries for 67 yards. So he was I'm, still I'm, the guy that you know, they rode with. 4.2 average. They, him and Walter averaged the same. It just Walter happened to get in the end zone. So what did you see from Walter that you think um, that you know puts him above Coleman? He, he runs with anger. That's what we look for in running backs. When we watch it. He runs, he hits the hole hard, right? Sure. He, he's, he's, he's aggressive. He came up from the practice squad. He's hungry. He wants to carry. So I'm not saying he should be picked up, but I don't trust none of the Jets running backs at this point. Like, I'm not – it's like uh, – but I wanted to bring up a name, and you said we could bring up a name. I like Matt Breida. Matt Breida has two touchdowns in the last three games for Buffalo. Um, you know, they've been struggling with the run game, but what he's been getting his touchdowns and his productions from, you know, the, catching the ball out the backfield. And Matt Breed is a name from the past. When he was with the 49ers, he did pretty well. So I would be looking at Matt Breida also with the injury to Cook. How many owners own Madison out there? You know, Madison is also available in a lot of leagues. So those are two if, names I'll pick before Tevin Coleman and if Madison is available in your league, I want an invite. Nick, your thoughts on um, Boston Scott? He's available in our league. No, he's no, not. He's not. Yes, he is. He's no, on waivers. Who dropped him? Uh, you want me to call him out? Yes. <laughs> the person that lost their last six games. Oh. So who? I'm sorry. Who? Just say it by name. Mike. What a maroon. All right, Nick, thoughts on Boston Scott? Uh, Yeah, Boston Scott's going to be your number two running back. Uh, It seems like in Philly they still don't trust Kenneth Gainwell. Um, uh, They're still not fully – giving over the offense to uh, Miles Sanders because on that fumble that uh, Scott had and late in the game, Sanders over there holding his helmet. And this was two plays after after um, Scott threw a block and just got his bell completely rung. And he, he really had no business be, being in there. He might even have, have a concussion uh, because he got rocked. He, like, he got, he got, he got decleated. On, on that hit. So uh, they don't, they're not fully committed to Miles Sanders. They're nowhere near committed to um, Gainwell. The only back that they're really committed to is Jordan Howard, and he's out. So uh, pick up, pick up Boston Scott if you have a need to fill in for the next two weeks. I hate to disagree with you on your own team, but I don't think it was they don't trust Miles Sanders. He got banged up a little bit. So that's basically what happened. That's why he was out. He got banged up. They put him out. I think they do believe in Miles Sanders. They, I mean, right away they were giving him the business. So that's what I it's see. It's week 12. Forward. Everybody's banged up. Uh, indeed. He's just coming off, though. So, all right. Speaking of banged up, let's talk about your flops for week 12. Gucci flip flop. Make a kick rock. It's a big flop. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flop. All righty, Flanders flops for this week. 
Bray, who do you got for you flop, sir? Oh, I got your boy, Cam Newton. I told you, I told you, give him two weeks. He's going to fall apart. And he goofed in Miami, and he gets five for 21, ranked number 29 on the week for 92 yards, no touchdowns, and two picks for six points. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said this was the worst performance in the quarterback he's ever seen. And um, he wasn't pulling any any punches. Cam, I'm telling you, Cam is done. He's done. He's done. They're going to – they're gonna hold on, hold on, hold on. They're going to keep him for, for the rest of the season because that's the best option of quarterback they got. Uh, and then they're going to say, hey, see you later, pal. All right? Nice to know you. Greg, what do you want to say about Cam Newton real quick? <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm with, see, did you see the press conference with Cam? They're going into a bye week, so he's oh. going to have a lot more time to study the playbook under Matt Rule. I think he's going to have a bounce back week. They're going to rely on him a little bit more in the red zone with Chubba Hubbard. So I'm not. I don't expect Cam to put up another six points. I'm Nick. I, I disagree there, but Cam would be decent going down the stretch. Maybe 18, 19 points. That, that's it. I'm not saying he's going to blow the world away, but I don't okay. see him doing another six points. When does Darnold come back? Is when does Darnold come back? Scheduled? I think you're not giving the ball back to Darnold. Yeah, he's the, yeah. I don't think he's coming back. But either way, my, I think my point too was listen. Miami's D made Lamar Jackson look pretty bad. So. They're making Lamar look bad. They certainly can make Cam look bad or anyone look bad. Well, then for that, uh, for that point, so did Cleveland's. Indeed. Yeah, All right. Lamar, who else we got? Lamar. All right. We, we, got, we got my buddy from the Berg, Najee Harris. He came in at number 35 this week. I know, negative game script. They, they got down early. But, um, you know, he got eight carries for 23 yards. He still kind of received the ball. He got three receptions for 14 yards. I mean – yeah, they're they're just riding the hell out of him, and I think he's running out of gas. Uh, he got uh, 6.7 points this week. Going to keep it rolling. In that same game, Jamar Chase, whoo, he had a hell of a day. He came in at number 50. He got three receptions on three targets for 39 yards for 16 for, – excuse me, for 6.9 points. And I wouldn't say, okay, I give a pass, but Cincinnati scored 41 points. You can't give him the ball, and Cincinnati scores forty-one total points. Well, uh, to, now, to, to be fair, Joe Mixon only threw for one hundred and ninety yards total. So, I mean, Joe Mixon's you know, Mixon uh, quarterback. Did I say Joe Mixon? My bad. Joe Burrow. My Joe bad. Joe Burrow. I was okay. looking at Joe Mixon too because I'm like, man, he had a good day, one hundred and sixty-five yards. Oh, so you, you had T. Higgins with one hundred and fourteen of Joe Burrow's one hundred and ninety. So there wasn't much room after that. All right, let me let me go to my other guy. Uh, Dallas Goddard came in at number fifty-two. He he had one reception on three yards. I mean, three targets for one yard for one point. Woohoo! Um, and, and that drop on the sideline that should have freaking uh, uh, spurred the drive, but oh no. Okay, so last but not least, we got the Panthers coming in. Um, they played Miami. They give up 33 points um, against, and they scored three points when Miami only averages 23 points a game. Um, so, again, they – 
they were terrible yesterday. Uh, they they folded, and I picked them because they were expected to come in, uh, dominate the game, and they did anything but. I mean, they were plenty of other defenses I, I could have picked that did worse, but given the um, the projection and what they actually did, that's why I picked the Panthers. Indeed, that's what happens when you come down and play America's team, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of butt whoopings left to go for the rest of the season. All right, guys, we're up against it, so we want to get on out of here. We appreciate you guys. It's been a busy week. Don't forget, again, tomorrow, Chance or Chumps. We got Wes from the Fantasy Impact today um, against Zach, um, and he's from the Gridiron Gridiron, Gallery, also 4th and 4, which is lots of fun on Sunday, which is part of our Wake up with Belly Up lineup. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. We appreciate you, and we are out. Thank you, TSS family. We love you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 